You're listening to Rotten Gems, the show where four dudes talk about movies we love that critics maybe thought should be used as a human shield because they're definitely wearing body armor. Let's get rotten. What do we always say? Let's get rotten. I think I'll be dead. The Rotten Gems. If you're still listening, or if you just finished recruiting the greatest mercenary team and had them loaded in your van with C4 that you packed with your own two hands, when the van exploded and the severed hand of a close friend landed next to you holding a phone playing this podcast, so you started listening in their memory, well, we thank you. And who is we? I'm Marcus. I'm John. I'm Brett. And I'm Keenan, and we are your Rotten Gems crew. Today we're talking about the 2010 comedy MacGruber. Starring Will Forte, Kristen Wiig, and Val Kilmer. McGruber! <laughs> Gruber. Uh, no shock here, uh, but this movie shockingly didn't do well with critics. And uh, uh, also with the audience. <laughs> uh, so this movie actually came in at 48% with the critics and 35% with the audience. So the audience actually dislike this movie even more than critics. Not funny! (laughs) Is what they thought, definitely. Uh, So this movie also came in on IMDb as a 5.6 out of 10. That's 5.6 sketchbooks filled with KFBR 392, 5.6 throat rips, 5.6 stalks of celery up your butt out of 10. (laughs) Brilliant. All right, so we're going to be going in this uh, movie, going over detail of a 12-year-old movie. So if you have not seen this and you want to avoid spoilers, now would be a key time to tune out. Time's up. <laughs> or just listen to us and watch the movie after. Yeah, yeah. You, you, might, you might enjoy yeah. it more. You'll, yeah, you'll like it more. Yeah. We watched it for you. Yeah, exactly. We did the work. Yeah. We know you love it. So a uh, quick summary of the movie. 30 seconds, McKeenan. <laughs> Matt Gruber. <laughs> All right, so I can do this. I can do this. Got this. All right, all right no pressure. All right, formal, uh, former, oh, sh- uh, f- former special operative MacGruber is called back into action. Ten seconds, McKeener. Oh, okay, Mar- 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 Marcus, hand me that paper. John, hand me that tissue box. Here you go, MacGruber. God, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't fucking do this. Oh, God. Uh, so he go, he's brought back to take down his arch enemy, Dieter von Kunth, who possesses a nuclear warhead bent on destroying Washington, C- D.C. Oh, I did, did it. it. You did it. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the movie, let's go ahead and do what we typically do. Go around the table and kind of get our first impressions. What we remember up about the movie. You want to go ahead and start us? Brett. Oh, this is new. Is this what this feels like? The power. Um, Okay, so this this movie came out in, what, 2010? So I was a high school senior at this time, and this was one of the funniest movies that I could possibly imagine. Um, You know, I watched it in theaters. I bought the Blu-ray, which I never opened. (laughs) So today, when I was looking, like, how to watch this movie, I was like, I could watch the Blu-ray, or I could just get it online. Never opened the Blu-ray. And I'm pretty sure I brought it right, right, right when it came out. So um, it's been a while since I've seen it. I was a little apprehensive going into it. Like, obviously, my humor has evolved in 12 years. I really thought I wasn't going to find this movie funny anymore. But I guess you'll see. 
Um, for me, I do remember seeing it. I'm sure I saw it in theaters. I wasn't with Keenan, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> obviously. Um, but I wasn't a high school senior. I was older than that because <laughs> not as young as Brett. But thank you. Um, I remember really liking it in theaters, and then. Honestly, I don't remember much of this movie before watching it, besides quotes that Keenan would always quote me or quote to me. Uh, and I think, like Brett, I had the DVD that I bought from Blockbuster for like five dollars, the used ones. And what's I, Blockbuster? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're too young for that. <laughs> and uh, I did that DVD to convert voodoo thing. I don't think I ever watched it on DVD once. Oh, nice. You have the digital then. I do now. Nice. <laughs> so for me, I was pretty excited to go in and watch this again. Uh, I've enjoyed it. Like I thought it was really funny. It hasn't been that long since I've seen it because I think it came in a round of some streaming service a couple years ago. But I was interested to see if I still felt the same because, you know, after a couple times, some things may or may not change. I will say it was kind of hard to maybe find the movie right away because when you search McGruber, there's a there's a few things you could watch. We got what the SNL sketches, the movie. There's a show now, right? There's also a second movie, I guess, coming out, which popped up on my Google search. So I I saw that too, and I think I thought that the McGruber the two is the show. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought too. Or maybe they were gonna make a movie and then they decided. To make a show because it's on like what Peacock? Yeah, I mean the whole thing is like produced by the NBC pe- people, so that that wouldn't surprise me. Those NBC people, you know, yeah. Lauren Michaels, like Seth Meyers, I think was a producer on this. Like, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, he was. I think he like co-wrote it with uh, Yorma. I mean, I don't know for sure. I saw that was uh, John Solomon that co-wrote oh. it. Also, Will Forte. Get wrecked. Oh, <laughs> Uh, edit that out, please. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Our credibility. <laughs> oh, after the connection game, everybody's like, all right, these guys. You guys out. have no credibility. <laughs> There's clear editing in here. <laughs> they, they have uh, 19 episodes now of <laughs> knowing there's no credibility. Bold of you to assume that people have listened to 19 <laughs> episodes of this. I haven't even, and I talk all of them. Uh, so for me, I guess, uh, thinking back, uh, this was in 2010, so I definitely saw this in theaters with Marcus. Around that time, this is probably peak Saturday Night Live for me. Like, I, I think this is the, probably my favorite cast on Saturday Night Live, so uh, you probably have uh, Will Forte, obviously. I believe Kristen Wiig was on during that time. Bill Hader. Uh, so just a, a huge the cast. Lonely Island. Yeah, everybody on the Lonely Island and Man, that was doing that, the shorts. That was 2010, Lonely Island? I, I think they started before wow. that, but they were still on during 2010. Well, I mean, you got one of the Lonely Island being the director of the movie. Just thinking back, because I had so much faith in the cast of Saturday Night Live during that time, I knew I was going to enjoy this movie. Did I yeah. now? We'll find out. On next, oh, wait, no, that's the next time. <laughs> next on Dragon Ball Z. We're still on Snake Road. Yep. <laughs> God. 
It's only two, it's more it's only two it's seasons, Keenan. Okay? It's been 19 episodes. <laughs> Planet Namek's going to explode in five minutes. Oh, man. Before we go into the movie, I know we always like to uh, pull up a critic review and then kind of revisit that towards the end. All right. So our review is Kate Murr from the Times UK who says, An action comedy thriller, although termed dud is better, MacGruber is based on recurring American Saturday Night Live sketch. A joke funny for 20 seconds, but not 99 minutes. <laughs> How dare you? What the hell, Kate? We'll, we'll, we'll see if we feel any different by the end of this. <laughs> we'll see. But if we don't have anything else, do you guys want to, I don't know, talk about the movie? Movie. 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 All right, so the movie opens up with uh, Siberia, where we're seeing a, a bloody scene of uh, a heist of some sort. We don't know it's being stolen at this time, but uh, we soon find out from our villain, who I, I, I do want to give kind of a, a, a little warning. We're pr- probably going to say this guy's name <laughs> multiple times throughout this podcast, and I'm going to feel uncomfortable every time I say it, but uh, his name's Kunt. This pleases me. Kunt. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I guess uh, a warning, if you do not enjoy hearing that word or anything <laughs> close to it, this isn't the one for you. Uh, so uh, we find out that he's stealing a uh, warhead, a nuclear warhead, if there's any other type. The X-5. What did you guys think about the scene? Uh, I was surprised. <laughs> I, I forgot that Val Kilmer was the bad guy. You know what? I think he did a pretty good job. It's also like... Again, I haven't seen this movie since probably theaters. And, like, it opens up with this bloody scene, and I'm like, what, am, am I watching the wrong movie? Like, I thought, I feel like, this is a comedy, right? And I, I, uh, I, I saw Val Kilmer, I'm like, oh, no, th- this is it. I forgot, yeah. I guess that could be part of people's problem with the movie is they go in that first scene thinking that they're going to get kind of a, a grittier version of this with how it looks. And then it just completely flips right after credits. <laughs> I mean, it, unless if you've seen no trailers for this, maybe that's <laughs> what you could expect. It's funny that you said that, Brett, of a different movie. Because I maybe I haven't seen that beginning most of the time when I watch the movie. Like, I walk out for the first minute or two minutes. When it was playing, I was like, is this the right movie? <laughs> like, am I, am I watching the right movie? I literally had to pause to see the name of the, the movie and then play again. And then you see Val Kilmer too. You know, All right, it's the right movie. But I was like, is the right movie? I would have thought if you saw Val Kilmer, you'd be like, no, I'm definitely watching the wrong movie. <laughs> yeah. And what's great is like Val Kilmer for the rest of the movie. I mean, besides maybe a few goofy jokes, I guess, for the most part, plays it straight the whole time. And I thought that was really, really good. I, I heard that they were given the instruction, like, play this as if you're in Die Hard. So they all, like, t- he took the role very seriously. It's and, amazing. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've made a big deal about great opening theme songs in the past, and this is another one. I actually audibly laughed during during these opening credits at some of these lyrics. Did anybody else, like, when they are like... <laughs> I, I, I don't remember them. I remember listening to them and... You know, chuckling a little bit. Well, it's a good thing you don't remember them because I wrote them all down. <laughs> <laughs> so opening credit song is just like showing how MacGruber's like an inventor and whatnot. And like some of my favorite lyrics is making life-saving inventions out of household materials, MacGruber. And like, okay, I get it. And then 
the guy's a fucking genius. <laughs> oh, I remember the last one. Which was? <laughs> we made a fucking movie or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was already like, okay, I, I'm feeling better about watching this movie again right then and there. But anyway. So. That is actually the song that they play on Saturday Night Live. So before every time they do the sketch on Saturday Night Live, they play that song. So like... It's TV, so they can't say the F word, of course. So what, what do they do? I think it's they just literally G. the two lines you Oh, said. just those two? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I haven't seen a single MacGruber SNL sketch. Same. Yeah. Missing out? Yeah, you guys are missing out. They're great because they're like 15 seconds long or whatever, but they are so funny. There's some that continue. So it's uh, like they do 15 seconds of whatever the explosion happens and then it goes back and it's still the same story as the first. Okay. So you're just getting, getting oh. a continuation. Maybe I'll look up a compilation or something on YouTube. Yeah. There's one where it's uh, Charles Barkley and you find out MacGruber is extremely racist. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> All right. So let, let's go ahead and move on to our next scene. So uh, we see uh, Colonel Faith in Ecuador with uh, Dixon Piper going to recruit MacGruber. Just amazing names in this movie, too, by the way. Dixon Piper. Colonel Faith. Yeah. <laughs> Dixon Piper. Uh, can we talk about that sick-ass backflip MacGruber does to stand up? I watched the uh, special features on the DVD, and that guy actually did it. That was actually a stunt guy and legitimately just came up from the ground and did that flip. That was crazy. Oh, I thought you were about to say that. <laughs> Will Forte did it. I was like, what? You did all his own stunts. No strings. <laughs> it was... Uh, the scene where they go and get him too, like it's funny when you watch movies and then they remind you of other movies as well. This one really had some Ace Ventura vibes for me. Well, the second one, I guess, when Nature Calls and they were going to recruit him, he's just alone in this in this little. I guess it was a church. And they oh, the people. yeah, I know, now I remember the the monks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they like convince him to go or whatever because yeah. they were <laughs> yeah they were tired of. Him being there. And that's kind of how it was with MacGruber, too, because he's like, I'm a peaceful man. This is my home. And those kids are like, stole his <laughs> they'll, they'll bring up it back. Yours, MacGruber. <laughs> right away, you're just like, okay, I can see what type of movie this is. So, I mean, right after that, that's when the, uh, that's when MacGruber says he, he's not going to do it. He's, yeah. he's out. He's out of the game. Even he's, with them damn kids still. He's, in his he's a man course. of peace now. Yeah. And Colonel Faith drops a bomb on him. It's, it's personal this time. Kunth is back. But he's out of the game. But the players are the same. The game has changed. <laughs> Did you also want that one? I'll back up a tiny little bit. He was a starting tight end for, for Texas. Did, so is I, that right? <laughs> I did write that down because I thought uh, sports guy Brett would like yeah. that. He was the starting tight end for the University of Texas El Paso. El Paso. <laughs> But also, can we talk about like when when uh, Piper's like going off his his oh. list of honors he gets? Did he get like fifteen purple hearts or something? Yeah. Don't you like to get a purple heart? I again, I Wound, don't know shit. Wounded but, in battle. Yeah, you have to get so you got wounded fifteen times and yeah. Medal of Honor. Like you you're putting yourself in basically a certain death situation to save somebody else, and he did that three times. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty ridiculous. All without using guns. Yeah. All well, mate. Yeah. But he agrees. After he hears about Kunt being part of it. <laughs> well, not immediately. That's not true. Immediately. Not immediately. Right, not immediately. They, they still leave. Um, so after they go to 
He doesn't go directly to the cemetery, does he? He doesn't go to the cemetery until he gets back. So basically next he says he doesn't want to go, and then right. Colonel Faith's like, if you change your mind, gives him a folder, and then he cuts to him dreaming. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then okay. he wait, and then he wakes up, and there's a picture of Kunth on his wall. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sleep with a, a picture of my greatest adversary on my wall. And who's that? Son of a bitch. Dean Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's all it takes, right? Just a dream? Mm-hmm. A, a dream of probably the most. <laughs> some horrific scene. <laughs> the most traumatizing event yeah. of your life. Cut to MacGruber uh, tossing and turning in bed, having a nightmare where we actually see the events of that horrific day where Dieter von Kunth kills MacGruber's wife. Sorry, what was, what was his name again? Dieter von Kunth. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, cool. So, uh, Kunt puts a bomb somewhere near the <laughs> in the in the Bible, right? Yeah. You you think that the bomb guy would catch the bomb sooner, but he catches he also catches Kunt like however far away, just rolling down his it's, window. <laughs> it's his like spider sense. Yeah, he just what is that? Just flicks his head to the right. His Kunt senses are yeah. Oh yeah, those are good. Yeah, but then this bomb. You see Kunt in the car, just flip the switch, and then MacGruber reacting to it, and then it it just blows everybody up, apparently. And he survives, even though he's same distance. Yeah. <laughs> but he saw it, so therefore yeah. he's he's okay. And if we know anything, and whoever's listening, once you watch the movie, you'll understand too. MacGruber looks out for himself. And, and, and only himself. Yeah. And you know what? I just realized. Maybe it's pretty canon that he just survives explosions because <laughs> in the SNL skits, he basically blows up every time. Oh. <laughs> and there's always a continuation. We've said it before, but there's no stronger armor than plot armor. <laughs> so after that, <laughs> MacGruber wakes up, looks like in the middle of the night while it's raining, and heads out to the graveyard for what? After he stares at the picture of Kunt on his wall. <laughs> screams at he it. Screams at it. Uh, Which he screams his name, right? Is that? And he just kind of screams. Because this happens know. multiple times and I'm like, <laughs> he does scream Are you a screaming, Kunt? Like, what's happening? <laughs> I mean, just, imagine like you're just a neighbor and you don't know what he's screaming. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. we know, we know that that's his name, <laughs> but other people around him would be like, uh, did that guy just say what I think he said? Well, he shows up in the cemetery now where you see his wife's headstone with her name. And then you look over MacGruber. <laughs> That's all it says. Yeah, no first name. That <laughs> just, cracked me up. Just MacGruber. But this scene is so funny because you see him just, he's still in his monk outfit too, like sleeveless, just rocking, rocking the hair. And then he pulls out this casket. He, for, for one, somehow digs it up, gets it out perfectly. I'll say this, I'll say this again. MacGruber walked so John Wick could run. <laughs> I mean, hot take, sports guy. <laughs> yeah, I could see it, especially on this. And you're like, how in the world did you do that? But then, of course, he, he takes out his coffin and then perfectly laid out. This is close. His vest, <laughs> so funny. his shirt. It's like that's what they buried of him. But the funniest part, because I couldn't quite, as I was watching this movie, I know I said I've watched it within the last couple of years, but I couldn't quite remember every little detail of everything. So then he takes off his clothes and then you see like 
this metal braid sheet metal. I can't remember exactly what it's called. Um, but then he puts in this code, which looked like a game, honestly. Like, it didn't really look like a code. It looked like he was playing a game. And then this one little hatch opens. And go, oh, he's going to get some guns or something like that. Something major. Rabbit's foot keychain. Just the start of the epicness. That's all it was. I mean, it, it unlocks something pretty epic, which, which we'll get to. Yeah. But he also shaves his hair back into the signature oh, yeah. mullet look. <laughs> Classic McGruber. In the rain. Classic yeah. MacGruber. MacGruber accepts the mission to go stop Dieter von Kunth, who has already assembled his own team. So MacGruber needs to follow up, building up his own team. So he walks outside and gets into the fiercest car you'll ever see. Cherry red Mazda Miata. <laughs> that was such a great turn because it goes from like just epic music and then he turns on yeah. his radio and it's just 80s music <laughs> after he plugs it in like he carried it with him did you not live through though that time of like cd face i was like we lived through the face plate <laughs> yeah, not I was taking the say, whole thing i i didn't remember taking out the whole radio yeah. i remember the face plate yeah. but that cracked me up he does that <laughs> Throughout the whole movie. Which, in retrospect, it's so weird to think that someone would break into your car and steal the faceplate to your radio. Well, then they, uh, if they, they did stole it. the radio, they couldn't use it because they didn't have the, the faceplate, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, next, MacGruber goes on his recruitment. And I don't think I should discuss this because I am not a wrestling fan. And I think our resident wrestling fans should go over the roster of the wrestlers that are recruited. Do you want to take this, Marcus, or should I? Wait, you guys like wrestling? <laughs> I mean, so, I haven't watched in a okay. while, yeah, but okay. I know who all yeah, of John, these guys are. <laughs> they don't know it's fake. Oh, okay. What are you talking about? What's fake? That's real to me, damn it. <laughs> I saw Santa on there, too. Uh, so I did forget that these were all wrestlers. <laughs> I absolutely forgot, too, until I saw Chris, Chris Jericho. Jericho. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so the first one's Chris Jericho. Uh, I don't remember any of the names, but I do remember they were all like ridiculous names. Yeah, I, I forgot who they all were. But the second I saw Chris Jericho, I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot about this scene with all the wrestlers. I couldn't remember who any of the other ones were, but I did take inventory of all of them. I know. Mark Henry. I was like, Henry's the World's one. strongest yeah. man, Mark Henry. Next up was uh, Mr. Montel Vontavious Porter. That one, I, uh, he didn't, I didn't AKA know him. MVP. Uh, I know Kane. Kane, a, uh, a.k.a. Glenn Jacobs, a.k.a. the current mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Wow. Oh, yeah. Dang. Uh, then you had, you also Ventura. had the great Kali. Um, and then you had <laughs> the big show. The big show. Uh, scratch that. Not him. <laughs> <laughs> that part was so funny. <laughs> so the big show, like, like just kisses his, his partner. And then McGruber's like, <laughs> so when you said that in this game, he's racist. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't surprise me. It was so aggressive to that shot. The, the, the scribbling out. <laughs> I, I know we're, we're going through the people, but these, these scenes were, were really funny of like what they were doing. And especially the one with Chris Jericho in the beginning. Oh, the, that cracked the, back their and little, forth. Yeah, their little back and forth was just setting you up for those little things. Like we can tell you, yeah, you too, man. Yeah, you're just like, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> it's easy when you got a 20-pound python <laughs> yeah, in your I pants. Know, was, <laughs> you and your dick jokes. <laughs> I like saying them. <laughs> I like listening to them. I just laugh so hard at that part. Yeah. The dialogue in this movie was so good. So he, the last one was Kane? Kane, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
And then the big show, and then he crossed out. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't know any of these were wrestlers until it got to the big show, and I was just like, oh, he has a show on Netflix, the big show show. Which I, right. I haven't watched, but I watched somebody <laughs> react to it, and it looks awful. I, mean, I didn't even know he had a show. It's like Full House, but Big Show. Mm-hmm. Big Show Jesse? He's, he's the Big Show. Oh. He's the Big Show of the house. Are there twins? <laughs> it's not like a... It's <laughs> not no, a just I'm just kidding. I'm just trolling. I'm just kidding. He said it was like Full House. All right. So he, he recruits all of his buddies, uh, all with a, a nod, which yeah. was great. Yeah. <laughs> He uh, puts a grenade in, in uh, the one dude's yeah. cup because he's homeless. <laughs> homeless veterans. But MacGruber has one more stop to make, and that's his uh, old pal, Vicky St. Elmo, uh, who we learn is Casey's best friend and was just covered in blood during the <laughs> she, Yeah, she survived the explosion, too. <laughs> and she was front row. Physically. Physically, she survived yeah. it. <laughs> I said you look shitty. <laughs> she was covered in that blood. Vicky doesn't want to join. She's found a new career path, and that's singing. Country singing, right? That's her music. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how, like, every time she sings, there's people just, like, making, like, oh, it's yeah. not good. What, what are you singing? <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to do that. Uh, so I, I love when he, like, tries to recruit her, and she declines, and he's like, if you change your mind, and he hands her a, he <laughs> a note just like Faith did. She opens it up. I'm at the Pentagon. <laughs> it's all misspelled. It's so like great. the worst handwriting ever. Yeah. Again, that I've, cracked me up. At this point, I've oddly laughed several yeah. times, and we're only like 10 minutes into the movie. All right. So now MacGruber has his team assembled and heads back to base, and he uh, gets everybody loaded up in the, the van there. Uh, everybody's getting pumped, and... Uh, Colonel and Piper show up, so he's going to go discuss uh, a little bit with uh, the brass. Piper. Fuck the, <laughs> the brass. Yeah. Fuck the brass. Fuck the brass. And it, it looks like Piper's trying to get back on the mission, but... Because uh, he got shat on earlier. Yeah, oh, earlier just... when he got uh, headbutted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't mention that. Yeah, yeah. Guess train that. Gruber is not a fan of Piper. <laughs> He basically went up to Piper and he's like, "You're tacky and I hate you." <laughs> yeah, I, I love the, the dialogue they have between each other, where he's just like, "Oh no, it's fine. I, I just uh, ran my head into a big vagina the other day." <laughs> oh, you call my face a vagina? I bet you're, uh, you bet wish you- your face was a dick so you could fuck my face. What? <laughs> no, he was like, he says, "Dudes' butts." I think. <laughs> yeah. All of that sounds like Will Forte yeah. humor. So <laughs> whatever it is, it doesn't First matter. instance of butts. But unfortunately, the van, it's full, and there's no space in the trunk for Piper because that's filled with C4 that MacGruber packed in there with his own two hands. 75 pounds of it. Nothing, nothing can happen bad with that, right? <laughs> which, which, by the way, we know what happens. Explosion. If that was 75 pounds of C4, everyone in like a mile or I don't know. It would be much bigger. A lot than it bigger was than the just the back of a van would be exploded. <laughs> it depends on if it was actually military grade C4 or homemade C4. <laughs> well, that's from MacGruber. He said it was C4. homemade too. He said it was. Oh, he homemade. does say it's homemade, so yeah. that's why it's it's yeah. shitty, <laughs> shitty C4. It's like that tennis like ball later. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the uh, van explodes, and I remember seeing this in theaters. I don't remember laughing harder. 
ever oh, in my entire life. I cracked up again. <laughs> Even though I like I remembered what happened as soon as I saw the rest of it, I was like, oh my god, they died like two minutes. <laughs> I think what makes it so funny is how Will Forte plays it. Like just that voice he can pull off that nobody else can pull oh off. Such a like a whiny <laughs> so like, <laughs> Tug, Tug, are you in there? <laughs> oh no. no. I'm so sorry. Nobody's gonna survive that. Sorry, McGruber. <laughs> Fatality. Oh. You gotta do it a couple more times. Like six more times, right? <laughs> so um, yeah, unfortunately, McGruber is now down an entire team. And Faith is going to take McGruber off the, the case. Uh, he's not ready. Uh, we, we had to have all those uh, fucking funerals. <laughs> and he, he had the greatest eulogy. Maybe he'd drop a, a couple of those F-bombs out. But Their kids had to leave. <laughs> it's because it was a fucking hard time, okay? <laughs> they were laughing. <laughs> well, they were fucking great guys. And this is a fucking asshole of a day. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs> Yeah, MacGruber, he's off the, the case, and uh, he's taking it pretty hard, uh, just sitting in the chair until our, our buddy Piper comes in, and MacGruber wants him to join the team, and he'll do anything. Just tell me what you want me to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> never, uh, never been a more appropriate yeah. use of the soundboard, because that's literally where that's from. I forgot how... <laughs> Funny the scene is too, because I, I just remember him saying that line, but then yeah. he repeats it again. He's just like, "Just tell me what you want me to fuck." Just, and, then, and then the camera pit looks at Piper. The camera looks at Piper, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And then it looks back at him, and he he's already has his pants off. Do you have any like copy toner? We can use that uh, white out, out, some white out, some type of lube. Oh, part. Uh, MacGruber is desperate. So funny. Uh, before Colonel Faith walks in, Piper decides, you know what? I'll give McGruber a chance, but two people, it's not a team. You need at least one more. It's a rule of three. But luckily, someone else is at the door. It can wait. <laughs> <laughs> that right, that's right. Uh, Vicky's back, and she's going to put her career in music on hold for now and join the team. And three? That's a magic number. <laughs> I feel like that... It's this movie so perfect. <laughs> I don't know what year that song is, but I would assume 80s. Something like that. I mean, it very well could have been used. Yeah, so uh, after that. <laughs> <laughs> the team is together to Tick, Tick, Boom by the Hives. And they are heading out to get some info on these passcodes. And what would be the first place you'd go? Dieter von Kunth's nightclub. So they pull up and a car. I didn't catch the maker model of it. Drives by and I can't remember what he says. He calls He's him like, like an idiot or uh, dickhead. I think right. <laughs> it's like nice car, dickhead yeah. or something like that. This was probably the most relatable scene in this movie because <laughs> he drives by and then MacGruber just starts clocking his license plate. Just KFBR three three KFBR three A. He can't focus on anything else except for that license plate. <laughs> so uh, they they head into the the club. Keeping a low profile. So uh, naturally, what what does MacGruber do? He heads up to the stage, <laughs> grabs the mic. <laughs> and the first thing he does before that is he goes up to the bartender and asks, <laughs> or asks it about uh, the, the nuclear warhead. <laughs> before the guy can really say anything, he just smashes his head <laughs> against the bar. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it'd probably be best for him to be stealth here, right? Since people people think he's dead, like he has the upper hand. And um, yeah. <laughs> so he could, he could probably play stealth, right? Classic MacGruber. Yeah. I'm not much of a plan guy. I kind of just wing it. Which is way different than not having a plan. Oh, yeah. He goes up on stage, grabs the mic, scares the shit out of everybody in this club by threatening the, their lives. For being <laughs> threatening <con> Vicky. Uh, <laughs> Vicky. Yeah. yeah. Just kidding. She's, I'll kill this one. Just kidding. She's with me. She's not in any harm. And uh, he, he calls out uh, Dieter von Kampf for being uh, a terrorist who is definitely in possession of a X5 warhead. Allegedly. I should say allegedly. <laughs> Legally. <yeah. laughs> But he tells him where to meet him, right? Like, next day, meet me at this cafe, 2 p.m. I'm out of here. I'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> and mic drop, and he, he's out of there. And everybody was okay with that on the team, it seems like, right? <laughs> uh, I feel like at this point, the team is very much questioning his methods here. <laughs> if that was you, would you still be, like, following this guy? As, uh, as Piper. I, I, I understand Vicky at this point, because... <laughs> She has that connection, but Piper has no reason to be here. He's a very good soldier. And MacGruber's a legend, following him. Yeah, but this cuts to a, a scene which I forgot, and I, I wish I could forget again, where we see Dieter von Kampf uh, in his condo, I assume, uh, doing a, a very classy painting, and he's got <laughs> she, a model in front of him. And she needs to be uh, <laughs> more wet. <laughs> <laughs> but also, okay, so... We, we know he's painting a nude old woman, but did you see his painting? It was awful. <laughs> Art is in the eye of the beholder. If the beholder he, is me, it's awful. <laughs> he just continuously circles the boots. Kunth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gets some information that MacGruber's alive, and uh, he, he's expecting his team to have stopped him. Excellent. Bring him in. But they did not. They let him go. You didn't seem like any, any kind of threat. They actually thought something was wrong with him. <laughs> Uh, but this cuts away to the next scene where we have Vicky. Just <laughs> <laughs> like MacGruber. And uh, I honestly forgot about this as well uh, before they do the turn where uh, <laughs> Piper's just like, hey, MacGruber. And Vicky turns around dressed like MacGruber. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. It's me. <laughs> uh, I loved in this scene where uh, MacGruber comes out and he's just like, oh, you just you look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> You look pretty. <laughs> uh, but it's at this time that uh, MacGruber gives his plan that they're going to go to a cafe, send Vicky in to be the decoy. Be the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> when they see you, they're going to be so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but what if something goes wrong? It'll be seven blocks away. Seven yeah. blocks? Okay, more like 20. <laughs> <laughs> there were no, there were no uh, closer spots. <laughs> I mean, there were. <laughs> they were metered. <laughs> but then we see uh, Vicky go up to make her order, and she orders a uh, small latte. But you know what? That's not what MacGruber would order. would order that. He would, no, he wouldn't. <laughs> he would go for a large Tazo tea. For 345 Just like it always is. <laughs> <laughs> every, t every time she every gets time it. Every time I order it. I, I order this. That's... Uh, so uh, she pays and puts the change in the tip jar. No, MacGruber doesn't tip. <laughs> Take that tip back. <laughs> Take it back. This was the most uncomfortable oh, scene in the whole a, movie. Such a cringy scene, but it was so funny. Imagine putting a tip in a tip jar and then being like, no, actually, and then digging out the, the money back from the tip jar. The again. change. Like, 
digging out the change was the worst part. It just like picks it up and then she has to tip it to get the change out. And she's like, she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he's like, No, you're not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> but, but I'm sorry as me. As I'm me. sorry. Yeah. It uh, made me think of like a uh, impractical Joker's thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's be something that's they would do. I can't watch that show. It makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> not for the impractical Joker's. Everybody else around. Yeah, of course. Well, it, it's like if I see somebody reacting in a way that. It's like, uh, what's happening? I'm just like, okay, I can't do this. I can't. But yeah, this this scene was was very funny. Just both of them. I mean, how she acted during it was was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. She did it perfectly. And, and then uh, Haas shows up and starts lighting up their van that they're in. She's Twenty blocks and away. Vicky's in the cafe, <laughs> just crying and screaming <laughs> on the ground as everybody in the cafe is just yeah. staring at her. What the fuck? Because they're getting shot up, and she's living it. <laughs> I love after, like, the gunfire, she's just like, my friends were being shot at. I'm sorry, I thought they were dead. <laughs> but we're missing a very important part, too. How did McGruver save him? What did he do? What did he use? Life-saving inventions. He's a genius who used a mop to push the gas pedal. Yeah, like in. a Wando mop or something. Wando like, mop? Yeah, wonderful mop, something like that. Well, this is the first time where Piper gets a glimpse of why Gruber is who he is. It was pretty impressive, though, that he was able to like turn the key yeah, <laughs> and press the uh, gas. Um, I'm just going to say, that guy's a fucking genius, <laughs> Gruber. It's funny because like throughout the whole movie, he's such like an idiot, but he's also so good at what he does. He just falls into stuff. Yeah. It's like... It's like I mean, did he really need the mop, though? Could he have just crawled? <laughs> crawled over. Maybe he would have got shot, though. He had to stay on the ground. Did you guys you guys watch Silicon Valley, right? No. Season Most one. of it, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, the only reason I bring it up is because, like, one of the characters, uh, Big Head, he just, like, oh, th- yeah. throughout the entire show, <laughs> falls ass backwards, but up. Like, he eventually becomes a CEO, like, not even wanting to. Like, it's just like, MacGruber and, and Big Head, they just both fail up. Amazing. That's the kind of life I want. <laughs> Hasn't happened so far. Uh, I keep falling down. Maybe one day, but yeah, one day. Nope. <laughs> uh, but they they survived the attack and they uh, ram the van into Hospender and killing him at one the age of. Down. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Just a great ad for the mob. Fatality. Nice. All right. So the uh, team uh, regroups back at the cafe in the alley, uh, locating Hospender's car. And they open the trunk, finding a shit ton of cash. But I don't know what that could possibly be used for. I, I mean, think they're going to use it to uh, pay for the, the passcode. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> Said at the same time, maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe even faster. <laughs> no, it was for all the strip clubs that were booked. <laughs> See, that's GPS. what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, it's going to go to the strip clubs. Obvious. <laughs> they need to find the location, and uh, it's STD, which <laughs> we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, that's actually a train station and a warehouse uh, by a train station. How are they going to get in there? Because they think Haas is going to be the one to show up, but he's dead now. Don't worry. McGruber's got a plan for that, oh, which we dead. actually uh, switch to next where uh, we see Vicky now dressed as Haas, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, it's obviously because she's going to be the bait. But why is Piper dressed as McGruber? <laughs> I forgot your question. What was it? <laughs> 
the warehouse is pretty heavily guarded. Uh, there's at least two by the door, one on the roof. So they're going to need a distraction to get in. And Gruber being the genius he is, pulls off the greatest trick. And uh, it's something I feel like we've all tried. The old, the old celery one, too. Yeah. See, the trick, though, is when you when you do the celery trick, you want to put the big end into your butthole. Seems counterintuitive, but if you put the small end, it'll just slip right out. Yeah, so I just mean, keep that in mind if you ever wanted to do that. I'm never going to do that. You, you don't want it to slip out. Never say never, yeah. ever. Never say ever. <laughs> never, never. This, this scene was, once again, a, like you got a little glimpse into into McGruber with inside the van and the mop, but now you just see him <laughs> rummaging through some <laughs> random oil drum that's trash. And he's like, all right, I got this. I got this. If you see this, just get it for me. So, I mean, Vicky's costume is pretty well, pretty good, right? So, I mean, she's yeah. obviously going to fool it's them. It's going to take at least five minutes for, before they realize. <laughs> <laughs> Walks to the door instantly. It's like the most realistic thing ever. <laughs> I was dying. I don't think I saw what happened for like the next thirty seconds. I paused the movie to laugh at this point. <laughs> just, just instantly, you just start <laughs> shooting. And uh, we have Piper up on the second floor, uh, laying down fire, taking out people left and right. As MacGruber starts to put together a homemade grenade out of a tennis ball, and God knows what else. He, I mean, he just needs like something to stir it with. Like, if only you had Piper's gun. <laughs> I'm using it right <laughs> now. Piper takes out most of them, but one's getting away. But don't worry, MacGruber's got this one. Launches the tennis ball, and it lets off <laughs> tiny explosion. <laughs> like, just a tiny chemical reaction. And this whole scene could have been different if MacGruber had just used a gun. But Yeah, because they got away with the codes. And, and the money. And the money. Oh, I thought you were saying to stir. <laughs> yeah. Well, or, or to shoot. But, but, you know, homie don't play like that. He doesn't use guns. Guns are for idiots. No offense. Just like MacGyver. In case you didn't know what MacGruber was based on. And then at the end of the scene, poor Vicky just peed her jeans. <laughs> she peed. I just, I just peed in them. And then uh, MacGruber is eating the, the celery. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yeah, of his butt. <laughs> I did wash it. Wash it. <laughs> Talking to himself as Piper dressed up as MacGruber. Right after this, they take one of the phones off of one of the bodies, and they decide as a phone call is coming in, they need to trace the call. So they need to keep the caller on <laughs> for at least 20 seconds. And MacGruber's got this covered. Answers the phone. He's just like, "Listen, you son of a bitch! All, all your guys are dead." Dang it! Did you did we get it? Did you get it? That was that was twenty seconds. It's like three. Damn it! That was fast. Come on, does that thing work? But Colonel Faith calls and drops. Ah, uh-huh, second chance. <laughs> Which at this point, like the lead they had with the money is gone. Whatever they could have, like. Again, looking above the movie, just kept the money, and Colonel Faith still would have called. What do you mean? Well, I mean, they, they did this plan, and it failed, and then you're like, okay, what do we do now? And then Colonel Faith calls, oh, go to this fundraiser, blah, blah, So just imagine if they would have just kept that money, Colonel Faith still would have called. They, they would have had all the money. Waited like one hour later. Yeah. <laughs> they would have been this on their been, way. This would have been a different movie. Colonel would have called and like, oh, Okay. I guess we're going to keep all this money. <laughs> but Go to those strip clubs. They wouldn't have had the codes then, right? Because they were using that money. They still didn't get the codes. Well, MacGruber didn't get the codes, but Kunth got the codes because he used that money to buy the codes. 
So in a way, MacGruber's team helped them. Got it. Yeah, maybe they wouldn't have <laughs> had the no fun but This is the first time that MacGruber has made Kunt uh, slightly <laughs> wealthier. We'll get to the next one. Yeah, so uh, Colonel Faith drops the information that uh, Dieter von Kunt is having a fundraiser, and obviously they already know that. They, they probably already figured this out hours ago, uh, but they need to keep a, a low profile. Don't, don't go. Because everyone still thinks he's dead, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so MacGruber pulling up in style in that cherry red Mazda Miata, takes out his tape deck <laughs> and walks up. And that uh, sweet white suit also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was sick. And, uh, Mullet slicked back. <laughs> he, he has those things on his uh, sunglasses yeah, on the side. Yeah, the side guard yeah. things. They like clip on. That match his white suit. <laughs> Uh, he walks up to the coat check and they ask if he wants to check in his coat or maybe his tape deck. He responds with a finger. <laughs> Gruber heads in to do some recon and regroup with Vicky, who's already been there, uh, collecting some information from that handsome guy over there. Uh, I, I wouldn't even call him handsome. Maybe even ugly. I mean, if you think he's so handsome, Keenan, why don't you just marry him? Yeah, just, why don't you just, just quit your job just right, now right now and go marry that guy? Him. Just leave. Go ahead. Yeah. He's that handsome. No, like, he's not that handsome. <laughs> you know what? what? That guy. That guy over there. That guy has the information. I want you trailing him and stay, stay away from that. I'll call him an ugly guy. <laughs> and it's during this, uh, we cut back to Piper, who's in the van, and comes across a notebook. <laughs> Clues. <laughs> Definitely a, a clue notebook and not the license plate from earlier, repeated hundreds of thousands of times probably. <laughs> and, and like, okay, so it shows it shows the KFBR392 and like the, illustration. the music gets really tense here and it feels like you're looking at a serial killer's <laughs> notebook here. Just all of the different ways we to are. Kill guy. Yeah. <laughs> we are looking at a serial killer. <laughs> like like KFBR three nine two. Each each thing written on its own individual page. Him like shitting on this guy and whatnot. I don't. Um, yeah, it's it's insane. Multiple pages of him shitting on. Him. Basically, there's like what twenty pages of KFBR three nine eight two or three whatever uh, hate in this book and. Uh, it was actually, it's funny because Will Forte himself uh, drew everything in the notebook like while on set. So this is entirely created by him. And that, I think that makes it even more funny. Brought his own car. Did all the... Oh, yeah. The Miata was his too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's funny. Oh, yeah. The, the Mazda Miata, he actually owns that. In what's, what's even funnier about yeah. all this is like, so Will Forte is the main star. He brought his own car. He, like, brings his own character from, you know, SNL. He, br- like, does all this. Uh, he revealed on Bill Burr's podcast a few years later that um, he made $12,000 for this film. That's it. That's all he made on this movie? $12,000. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm curious if it, it was, a like, a percentage deal. Because, honestly, like... If they, like, take a sale type thing. If it was a percentage yeah. deal, he, he got pretty fucked because this movie didn't make money. <laughs> I mean... He certainly like did what he could. Like he he was great in this movie. He went and gave it his all, basically. Well, you know, you go out there and you give hundred ten percent. At what point Allegedly. do celebrities like need the money? You know what I mean? Like, what's the number where you can just 
not work the rest of your life. Fair, but also like if I'm an actor and, you know, I make hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars, if there's like just a fun thing I want to do that just seems like, oh, this would be, this would be great. I'll have a lot of fun doing this. $12,000, sure, whatever. I'll do it, you know. I'll put celery up my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that for free, baby. The big end. We're all doing it right now anyways. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't fallen out, right? <laughs> big end. I've been clenching. <laughs> Uh, but back to uh, the movie. Uh, <laughs> so we cut to uh, MacGruber walking into a poker game with uh, Dieter von Kunth, who is clearly bluffing at this point. I can tell. So uh, the senator across the table calls and all in goes all in. And what does Dieter von Kunth have? A flush. <laughs> straight flush. <laughs> straight flush and wins, taking the money. And this makes him a little bit more richer. Yeah, again. Uh, and has something over McGruber, the senator. Yeah. The, the senator looks at McGruber like, but you told me he was bluffing. I mean, it's still your money. You don't have to call. Yeah. Imagine taking the advice of somebody who just walked in the room and was like, he's bluffing. Okay. Wearing a stark white suit and a mullet. Well, then I probably would believe yeah. him. No, that's you can't good believe point. him, actually. Yeah, that's true. He's doing everything. MacGruber drops a, the first threat to Dieter von Kunth that he's going to follow through on. That once he's done with this, he's going to rip off his dick <laughs> and shove it down his throat. <laughs> this pleases me. This does not please me. I need to see that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I couldn't remember... The whole movie, obviously, and we're not going to get too much into it. But I was like, God, I hope they don't show that. <laughs> I, I actually read that they wanted to do it, but Val Kilmer refused. Oh, okay. He, he, he went on set and he said, I'm not, absolutely not going to do it. He agreed to the scene at the end where he's just mangled yeah. and scarred. <laughs> because like in uh, 21 Jump Street, uh, they do do that <laughs> with Rob Riggle. Oh, yeah. That's right. They do that? something very similar. Is that they rated though? Huh? Is that rated though? No, that was actually... No, that's very... Good. That. Yeah, it was good. I'm glad that we aligned with the critics on that one at least. But also sad because we can't talk about it. <laughs> uh, but before uh, MacGruber leaves, uh, he, he gives uh, Dieter von Kunth's uh, special lady behind him a little bit of a warning. <laughs> I hope you liked... <laughs> What's he say? I hope you like getting date raped or something like that. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's my daughter. I, oh. I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> Dieter von Kunth calls in his security and wants him escorted out. But MacGruber, he has other plans. He's going to kick this guy, flip this guy over, and I, I want to get a throat rip in, so I think that's going to be you over there, Tiny. <laughs> Break your jaw. Four Instantly places. cuts to him being yeah. thrown out the window. <laughs> Followed by his tape deck, which shatters on the, yeah. the ground. Which well, first he he's breaks He's super it. bummed about. Yeah, he breaks <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, he busts it on the wall. But that scene was so funny where he, he called it out and he's like, all right. And then just gets his ass thrown out just instantly. So after the scene, uh, it cuts back to the team with Colonel Faith and they are officially. They're off the case. But then um, MacGruber tries the same move. With Colonel Faith to get back on the case. <laughs> Tell me what you want me to fuck. <laughs> that, that was so great because he just turns around and he's just like, I'll suck your dick. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> Not this time, McGruber. <laughs> <laughs> I know 
no, and the colonel is just so like so chill about it. He's like, no, no, thanks, man. You're, you're good. Yeah. Oh, he's been he's been around with McGruber. He knows how this. <laughs> he knows how this works. Or has it worked before? Oh, I'm sure it's worked. But we uh, cut to our team who is at an RV. I'm assuming that's Piper's RV. I, I don't know if it ever says whose RV that belongs to. It looked pretty nice with the with the string lights on the <laughs> on the random <laughs> patio. I thought it was McGruber's, but you're right. He's been he was in Guatemala or wherever he was, huh? But uh, during the scene, we find out why <laughs> oh my Von God. Heats McGruber. <laughs> During the scene is when you find out McGruber is the bad guy of the movie. <laughs> no, we, we found that out earlier. <laughs> pretty pretty early on. Yeah. Giving him the codes, giving the winning poker. And now Well those Yeah, well those were like uh <laughs> dumb mistakes. This is like planned out horrible thing that you did. Yeah. It, we used to be uh, college roommates. Um, he was actually dating Casey, and they got engaged, and they were going to be married. And on their wedding night, I had sex with Casey. <laughs> it's really fucked up, man. <laughs> I know. Well, and the worst thing was that she was pregnant with Cunt's baby, and then he had her, like, abort it. I mean, So they could start naturally. fresh. Yeah, naturally, I asked her to, to get rid of it, and she did. Yeah, so see why he's uh, he's upset a little bit. <laughs> so so is it is it too late to break in my maybe someone needs therapy <laughs> pitch here <laughs> who <laughs> all of them yes <laughs> definitely mcgruber I, I think the only person that doesn't is piper at this point i mean he got shot a million times it's probably gonna mess <laughs> him up oh wait that that happens next yeah <laughs> now we're about to talk about why you wear body armor all the time. All the time. Yeah. Around right. MacGruber. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely around <laughs> MacGruber. <laughs> and MacGruber definitely knew. That's why he used him as a human yeah. shield as uh, cunts men show up to kill everybody there. But but seriously, Piper got shot probably, what, 60 times, it seems like? Half in the front, <laughs> half in yeah, the back. Front, the front and back part. And then as he's laying on the car, because he throws him in the back of the Miata, his, he's still getting shot <laughs> just in his back as they're driving away. And then he, like, springs to life, which this is funny because I've seen movies where, like, someone gets shot once in the bulletproof vest and I'm like, oh, and they're, like, yeah. dead for a second and then broken ribs or whatever. And then this guy got shot 60 times and sits up like it's nothing. Mortal Kombat, yeah. the first one, when we were talking about how Sonya killed a guy and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure he was wearing That's right. a That's right. bulletproof vest. Gruber lets uh, Piper know. <laughs> he didn't know that he had a, a bulletproof vest, so... He uh, wants out of the car. He's pissed off, and he wants to go home. And MacGruber and Vicky head back to Vicky's home, where we get some of the greatest scenes <laughs> ever. So it starts with them in the kitchen. Uh, because MacGruber also got shot. Once. Yes. In the upper thigh. So she sits him up on the counter, grabs a... Dirty, dirty should, pair of pliers. Should I do this like more sexy? <laughs> she she grabs a pair of pliers and runs her hand up his thigh and then sticks it in the bullet <laughs> <laughs> Those kinds of scenes always make me feel just nauseous. Well, they definitely made it <laughs> grosser on purpose. She just leaves <laughs> it just, in as yeah. it's like just sticking out. 
just like fishing around in his open wound. And he's like barely like wincing he's at like, all. I, I need the pain. <laughs> he's like just down. I deserve himself. it. Yeah. And, and then uh, we find out that Vicky's a virgin. For now. now. <laughs> we find out that uh, MacGruber always gets an erection when a beautiful woman is near his balls with a pair of pliers. As one does. Yeah, it's understandable. I'm still waiting for it to happen to me. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> Someday. Yeah. This moves into the second sexiest sex scene we've had on this podcast. Oh. Uh, I'll I'll explain number one, but let's let's go over this one first. So, it cuts to them passionately getting into bed, and then it cuts away to the actual sounds of what's going on, and it is <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> In watching this scene, I was kind of watching Kristen Wiig's character, and I'm like ninety percent sure she's breaking the entire time. It looks like she's just cracking up on bottom. She's she's uh actually read she's like moving side to side the whole time like because Wilford is actually <laughs> dripping sweat on her and she's like trying to avoid it. But also uh I read that Yorma uh thought that this scene would get the movie an NC seventeen rating. Luckily it didn't because you know it would have flopped even harder. But this is one of those scenes though where I just bust out laughing every time. It's just so funny, the noises that he's making, his movements. It's just hilarious. And then Vicky tries to get into to the sexy talks, and he's yeah, just like, no, yeah, no, 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 and this Instantly is where we head it. You to were our great. number one sexy scene uh-huh. we've done on this podcast <laughs> where he goes to the graveyard and ends up having sex with his ex-wife's ghost. <laughs> and then it cuts to some guy in the cemetery just watching and he's just like thrusting it's butt-ass naked into, into the nothing. air. Yeah. And then what, are they, what are they saying when, when they're having sex? I can't remember. It's like... Uh, I'm going to bust. <laughs> it's something like I'm that. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to shoot. And I'm going to shoot too. <laughs> I shot. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> right afterwards. So round two, MacGruber taking it like a champ. He's reloading quick. Very next scene. So, <laughs> But what what's funny about this is uh, I, I looked this up is Maya Rudolph was actually eight months pregnant during filming this scene. <laughs> It didn't show her much aside from just her face, right? And she's in a wedding dress, so you can pretty uh, yeah, much hide anything hide in a it, wedding yeah. dress. Casey uh, lets MacGruber know it's okay. He can he can move on. So he leaves, and uh, and this leads to the most satisfying scene of this entire movie. What are the chances? <laughs> MacGruber finds the car, KFBR392, and he... Starts keying the shit out of it, busting all the windows, and pours gasoline all over it, lighting it on fire as he gets a call from Colonel Faith with very important information. But MacGruber can't get away from getting revenge His obsession. on this <laughs> Which kind of worked out yeah, for him because that's where he saw the newspaper <laughs> for State today's State of the yeah. Union address. 
I, I like to because at one point, you know, he's vandalizing the car and the colonel says something. And he's like, what? And he like runs back to the back to his car. And you're like, okay, he's going to leave. And then it's just to get the gasoline. <laughs> so then run back to the other car and light on fire again. It was funny how the colonel was reacting to it too. Like you could tell he was hearing it. And he was like, what is going on? And McGrew just naturally doing everything he can to this car. Again, the colonel is so used to McGruber <laughs> that he just like ignores the craziness. Yeah, he probably knows exactly what's going on. And then the guy walks out at the very end and that's my car. <laughs> I, I love that. He's just like, oh, fuck you. But also uh, during the scene, after he hangs up the call, it cuts to Colonel Faith with the senator who shoots the, uh, the colonel. Bum, bum, with a gun, bum. not like McGruber earlier. Who shot <laughs> like, he's yeah, not shooting like yeah. that. <laughs> Either way, he's injured. That's true. Yeah. And McGruber was right. Uh, McGruber heads back to Vicky's house, uh, which has been trashed, and Cunt has. She has been taken. So we're going to have. You said the thing Ooh. with the movie, with the thing that we did the last time, with the thing. McGruber heads out and uh, meets with Piper, who's still pissed off, but agrees to rejoin the team to help save Vicky and stop this warhead. Which, this scene too, where Piper's like, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for all these innocent people that would die. And then classic McGruber, well, I'm, I'm technically one of those people, so. <laughs> you are, you doing, are it. doing it for me. But, yeah, but, but that's McGruber's problem. All he does it's is so talk. Funny. All he does is talk. And makes things and tennis balls. and He also rips throats. Yeah, but yeah. throat ripper. I feel like when he does that first throat rip, he misses like a cool line he could have did because the guy walks up as they're going to infiltrate the base. He walks up smoking and McGruber just sneaks around and rips out his throat. I feel like that would have been a prime time to be like, didn't you know smoking's bad for you? <laughs> just ripped out his throat. Weirdest PSA we've ever seen. <laughs> did you read the label? <laughs> he makes up for it with the second one. He does. So after the throat rip, it... Uh, Cuts to Kunth meeting with Vicky, kind of uh, laying out his plan a little bit, giving her a, a TV to watch the State of the Union where uh, the uh, warhead is planned to land. It was really nice of Kunth, you know. Like she was probably bored, tied to the chair, and he like gave her a TV so she'd have something to watch. Stand-up guy, you know. He loves disaster movies. I, I loved it in the scene where Vicky's just like, you can stick it where the sun doesn't shine. He's like, where's where? that? Your, 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 butt? your butt. <laughs> and then he seemed to be like upset uh, after. Yeah, like, like he really didn't yeah. know what it was. Up, up, up your butt. <laughs> but it cuts back to uh, MacGruber and Piper who uh, are, are discussing MacGruber's last night with Vicky where uh, he doesn't want to be crass about it. So they, they slept together and fucked pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> so they go up into like a control room. With one guy, and I believe this is where he gets his second, second throat, throat rip. And uh, he gives a phone call to Cunt uh, at this point. Over the PA, like literally over the speakers. Letting him his know, know his location. So, so he, he is can, not his game. Oh, but this is a great plan. He's going to set a trap. He's, <laughs> he's not going to just let him know where he's at. They're, they're going to set a trap. Maybe desecrate a body. 
but they'll, they'll set up a trap. Just a little <laughs> bit. Just water. <laughs> <laughs> one, one like little Dixie cup of water. <laughs> just splashes on him. And then, and then the, the sign, sign you're, you're all wet. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, that, that, that probably slowed them down so much. <laughs> and then as he sent, finishes the sentence, they're being shot at. They're in the machine room. Just instantly, but the guy's taped to the chair just flipping them <laughs> off. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Piper and McGruber get uh, pinned down, and Piper's just laying down fire again, taking out bad guy after bad guy. Well, it was... It was Mac who did it, right? Because now he started using the guns. Well, now, well, yeah. Now After Piper was Piper gives him Piper. almost an order. He need he needs his help. He can't do it by himself. Which, I mean, honestly, it was just a waste of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Piper could have done it himself. I, I, in, in fact, he, actually he did. Does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like when uh, McGruber finally takes the guns, and he's just like, "I hit a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> I got a barrel. That's so good. Now eight for them." <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I laughed so hard at the scene. So, like, MacGruber's there essentially laying down cover fire while Piper kills them all, and then they're leading in, like, they're going into the side room. And then at the very end, he just tosses the guns <laughs> and walks to the room. And then Piper's like, where are the guns? <laughs> Played a lot of Overwatch. Yeah. He's a Reaper uh, Okay. Man. He's a Reaper man. <laughs> So uh, after that, uh, they're in a room... Seemingly alone, but another villain with a, a gun walks in, and he's about to shoot Piper. But MacGruber <laughs> jumps, jumps in front of him to save his life as the gun, gun jams. jams. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to save his life. Uh, but Piper knocks him out, and MacGruber's just licking his lips at this. He wants, he that, wants, he that, wants turkey. that turkey. Yeah. Give that turkey dinner. And uh, they're discussing it, and... The villain gets up and he's about to take him out as MacGruber grabs Piper, saves his life, and gets that third throat rip. And he uses uh, Piper's he hand it to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true brotherhood. You know these two, these two guys. They didn't like each other. Well, maybe maybe Piper liked him, but now they. You know, you've never truly known somebody until you rip out someone's throat with them. It's and I've always said that. You know, I haven't tried it yet, but. When I do, I'll let you know. <laughs> Team gets captured again, and they are brought to the missile room with Dieter von Kunth. And this is where we find out that Dieter von Kunth, he's not behind all of this. He's not doing this. It's you, MacGruber. What? I was framed. <laughs> I promise. I, I, I had no idea. I don't know who did this. It, it, it was Kunth. Oh, you <laughs> dick. <laughs> I'm the one that, that wrote the manifesto. It was me. It's at this point where Kunth gets MacGruber and they hold him down and he does the most disgusting and vile thing I've seen in this entire movie. He cuts his hair. <laughs> he cuts the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> and, then, and then Mac goes full crazy eyes here. And a callback to the flip. That he did at the beginning of the movie. That's how he gets out. He does the flip. And I think he does the double throat rip. <laughs> yeah, flip yeah. into a double throat rip. So he got the the fiver. There's no word for five. Yeah, just fiver. No, a chicken. A turkey and a half. Turkey and two there. Turducken. 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 Yeah, I like nice. it. Yeah. <laughs> Bowlers. Sports guy. During this scene, it happens a couple of times during the movie. I can't re recall 
a, a lot of them. But when he does the flip, it has like a, a tiger or a, like a, a panther. That's like the explosions too, though. Yeah. <laughs> the, and the whole team is on on top of everything here. You got Mac doing all that. Vicky's doing the like like she's spin spin kick. kicks yeah. in the head, and Piper finally does the old celery trick, and he did it right too. So he took the advice. Yeah. I watched the uh, deleted scenes, and during that, the uh, celery kept breaking <laughs> for uh, the guy that plays Piper, and they had to keep on bringing uh, different stalks of celery. <laughs> celery that's <form>. funny. <laughs> it's so funny when they were doing it to both Cunt and uh, his main henchman. I don't know his name. They were both just like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, that's literally how they That is the reaction <laughs> if you see someone walking around with a piece of celery sticking out of their ass. <laughs> So MacGruber uh, handcuffs Kunt to a piece of the warhead and moves up to disarm the warhead. This is this man's specialty. This should take no time whatsoever. The, the guy's a fucking genius. Pulls it open and there's like a fucking million <laughs> wires in here. Oh my God. <laughs> oh wait, I found a green one. Oh, there's a ton of green ones over here. <laughs> Before he defuses the bomb, he pulls together a couple items that he's going to need to propose to Vicky. Probably not the best time for it, but... Which she did a good job of, of redirecting him, too. Like, they had this little awkward scene where he's like, I just want to say, guys, and he's like, MacGruber, and he's like, all right. And he's like, give me this, and he, he goes into what you're saying now. And uh, so MacGruber goes back to the warhead and figures it out. You know what? A warhead's nothing without its uh, thermal nuclear core. Yeah, but there's still enough juice in there to at least blow up Congress, right? Not without its guidance system, which he also just pulls right out. <laughs> Coming out yeah! <laughs> I thought that was so ridiculous how he just like pulls them right yeah, from they're, the... They're, <laughs> they're the exactly <laughs> where they were. <laughs> he, he doesn't understand the wires, but the, the inner workings of it. Completely understand. And the warhead was the weird part for me too, because if you look at there's like this green liquid in there. He's just just shaking it around. The thermonuclear (laughs) core out. And like he pulled it out. I'm like, that's probably like radiation poisoning right there. And then on top of that, he didn't really they they don't take it with them. So it's so like in the building. That's funny. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me this movie doesn't portray events <laughs> with realism he just has like a passive ability that explosions are just like reduced yeah. by however percent we've seen it multiple times he's immune to explosions <laughs> <laughs> this one i don't i don't know uh but he and the the team get out and married as well or engaged i guess because you know he made that ring out of all those things. parts yeah. yeah it was a big day yeah. big day for mcgruber uh, but before they get out, it cuts to Kunth, who is eyeballing an axe to the side of him. Conveniently placed. Possibly mm. come back in a couple of minutes here. No way. <laughs> possibly. Or six months later, where we're at same. a beautiful wedding. Looks like the same location it's as like his first same wedding. Same building, <laughs> too. Uh, and during the wedding, they're going through the vows and... Off to the side, MacGruber sees it again. He feels it. Yeah. His, what was it? Cunt 
Yeah, you have to say it. I've said it. I've said his name. What was Plenty. It? Like cunt sense or something? Yeah, cunt sense. Cunt sense. And yeah, cunt is up there with a uh, RPG and launches it right at the altar. <laughs> and the poor Just the priest, the priest got blown up. But <laughs> only person harmed during that. But everyone's at this funeral, so I mean, they make quick work of him here, including like all the ghosts of their, all the ghosts of the team, his his yeah. wife, all the wrestlers, and then he's like. He's like, uh, Piper, and then Piper just hands him this massive fucking gun. That he just, like, that means that he just has the gun with him right there, which I think is, is the funniest part of it. He's a good soldier. Piper is prepared. He's probably wearing his body armor during yeah. that, too. I mean, yeah. he, he's always got to wear it now. But before he got the gun, too, this is the scene where he's like, I'm finally going to do it, Come something I promised you. Tears off his pants. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rip off your dick yeah. and shove it in your mouth. Go ahead. Go get it, I big love boy. Val Kilmer. I was yeah. just like, go for it. <laughs> and he rips it open. And There's what does he see, Keenan? There. There's nothing there. He's a, he's a Ken doll. Got lost in the explosion. Yes. But what's also funny is like, like there was no like hole. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's immediately what I clocked. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where, where's it happening? Like even if you don't have a dick, like it's got to come out, right? It yeah. made me think of horse dick dot MPEG. Miss March, yeah, that's exactly fantastic I, just, movie. Oh, I was my like, God. where's your little straw? I hope, <laughs> in there. I hope we talk about that movie because there's no way that movie did well. Horse Dick, Don Craig yeah. Robinson. Oh my yeah. God! But yeah, I was. It was just so funny. I was like, I'm finally gonna do it, and then nothing down there. And that's when he kicks him off the ledge. He gets pissed yeah. again. He goes into that <laughs> deep rage. He's got the crazy eyes. Kicks him off the side of the cliff. Gets that gun and just lights him up as he's falling to the ground. (laughs) And then, uh, what a grenade launcher. launcher. Pulls out the grenade launcher, blows up his corpse. And then peace out. And that's it. With that python that he's been carrying around. So, so I don't know what you guys thought, but I felt like this scene, it's like, we don't know how to end this movie. (laughs) So let's just make this death as many things as it can possibly be. And then that's it. They, they could have Star Wars end it with just like everybody getting medals except Piper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, to kind of go back, it was one thing that bothered me about this movie is that when Piper and McGruber are kind of like making up uh, when they're in the warehouse, McGruber says that he has like the perfect line that he's going to say when he beats Cunt. And because uh, Piper is making, or it's like you always say pound and cunt, and it doesn't actually. You, do you have anything else? And he's like, "Oh yeah, when I say that line, I'm gonna look at you. I'm gonna nod. You're gonna know." But he never does that. Oh. <laughs> never pays off. I was like, every time, like once he said that, I was like waiting for the end of the movie. I'm like, is he gonna say it? Is he gonna say it now? Never does. I wanted to hear that perfect line. Maybe it was in like a extended cut or a deleted scene or something. It was probably in a deleted scene or where they were actually Worth, going to show. Yeah. I mean, dick in his mouth. I feel like they could have added it because this movie came came in at a swift hour thirty. Yeah. I don't. I don't perfectly. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> know. Like, are they charged more per minute in the film or something? I don't. <laughs> I don't really know how that works, but. 
Uh, but this heads into the credits, and I, I didn't really clock anything in this. Did you? Uh, just more of uh, classic MacGruber. Yeah. Yeah. Classic <laughs> MacGruber and Vicky just fucking on the dance floor. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, all the pictures. Yeah. I mean, it, there's one of them. I'm actually like, Having sex, yeah, like two yeah. of them, or yeah. like it, like one with like the waiter, like yeah. serving hors and, and the waiter the dance floor. and the bartender is the guy from the cafe. Yeah, okay, that's what I yeah. thought. And he and puts, like, no he puts tips. a no tip <laughs> sign in front of him. And then the the part that stood out to me most in the credit photos is like the police cunt come and they put uh, cunt's body in a body bag, <laughs> and then McGruber's <laughs> squatting yeah. over the corpse, He's pooping on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the big show's there again yeah. with his partner. All, all of uh, all of these photos are just like they get more and more chaotic by the second, and then uh, I, I actually like Marvel has ruined this for me. I stay now to the end credits of everything, and it's just a little two second clip yeah. of him playing the, the sax in the tree on the tree at <laughs> night. Yeah, he's just playing saxophone. It's great, just like the beginning. All right, so that's our take on MacGruber. Now let's go ahead and jump in. We've kind of discussed the movie, uh, but as we like to do each week, I want to discuss, does this movie hold up? And we're going to go to John. Um, so as I was watching this movie, I, I wanted it to hold up. And I think it does slightly, but when people watch this now, it, it, it won't hold up for them because it's, there's so there's so many things going on in this movie, and it's just lots of different directions, little tiny funny spots, but it's a very bumpy road through the whole thing. And as I watched it, it's not something that keeps my attention anymore as it, as it once did before. It's a great movie to have, I think, in the background, or maybe somebody's never seen it, uh, make a game out of it, but I do not think it holds up anymore. It's not that captivating to me anymore. All right. What about you, Marcus? I thought it held up for me. Uh, I Again, I didn't watch it a lot between when I first saw it in theaters and now, so there was a pretty big gap in between. I thought it was so freaking hilarious. Uh, so many laugh-out-loud moments. But maybe, uh, but I'm also really familiar with the MacGruber skits and will forte humor in general so i don't know like let's say if we were talking about somebody watching it for the first time now not knowing anything about it maybe it wouldn't hold up but i don't know all i know is my (laughs) what i know or my experience with it and uh i thought it held up just as good as when i first watched it all right I'm going to say it does hold up, but with an, with a hard asterisk there. And the asterisk being like, so, you know, when we talk about if a movie holds up, it's if somebody watches this today for the first time, will they enjoy it? And I'm going to say that's a hard maybe. It really depends on a lot of things. Uh, like you mentioned, Marcus, it, this, this brand of movie, um, these people in the movie, it's a, it's a very specific type of humor. So if you like like the like the SNL of 2010 where you know it's Maya Rudolph, it's Kristen Wiig, it's Will Forte, all those people that Keenan mentioned. If you like those people, if you like their humor, I think you would love this movie. You know, I haven't seen this movie since probably 2010. So it was basically a brand new movie. I mean, you know, I mean I remember key plot points here and there, but 
Like I, I forgot about most of the jokes and you know, humor evolves. Like, you know, we, we, as people revolve, we're not static, but I found myself still audibly laughing several times in this movie. And I just, I am somebody who loves the Will Forte humor, you know, last man on earth, such a great show got canceled. The Brother Solomon, one of the funniest movies I can think of, but nobody I know has watched it aside from maybe you guys at this table. No, like, you're forcing us to yeah. watch it at this point. <laughs> like, it, it is such a funny movie. Will Forte and Will Arnett playing brothers in a movie, incredible. But again, I, I understand that this humor is not for everybody. So the asterisk being, it holds up if you're into that sort of thing. If you're not, if you don't like Will Forte, you don't like Chris Wayne, you don't find that type of humor funny, maybe skip it. But if you... Maybe do, you're not sure, you'd be willing to give it a chance. I think you would enjoy it if you watched it today fresh. Yeah, I agree 100% with Brett. I, I, I think the, the comedy is great, but again, it does come down to your personal sense of humor. Um, it's, it's like I said, I, I enjoyed Saturday Night Live during that time. I don't enjoy Saturday Night Live as much now. I, I think that's a, a common thing that happens is... During a certain age, you connect with Saturday Night Live for most, for most people, and then you you grow out of it. And uh, this movie was just during that time where Saturday Night Live got me. So, I, I say yes, it stands up for me. But I mean, if if you haven't grown up with this kind of humor, probably not. I mean, and and this podcast we do, it's basically a nostalgia trip for the four of us here. You know, like. A lot and of these, an acid trip. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these movies, you know, we watch when we were younger, kids even some for some of them. So if you're on any similar life trajectory as we are, there's a good chance that maybe you'd like this. So um, if you haven't watched it and you might be open to it and you might think it's funny, I, I, I recommend it for sure. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to some games. 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 All right, so we're bringing this one back this week. We uh, didn't get to play it last week, but we get to bring it back this week. It's more appropriate. It was the right call. We made the it right was. call. So we're going to play Bed, Wed, Behead. So we're going to choose three characters from this movie and pick if we would like to bed, wed, or behead them. So, Brett, go ahead and give us our first. Right away, i I got to say Vicky. Marcus? <laughs> I'll say the old uh, lady that was modeling Aww. for the painting. John, last one. Oh, let's see. I don't think that'll be easy. Um, let's just do. Let's do Colonel Faith. <laughs> All right, that we is have, a we have a weird suit here. <laughs> There is no right answer here. <laughs> All right, so... It's going to be tough. Easy one here. I'm going to wed Vicky. Uh, she's just very, really faithful. Chris uh, and Wig. I mean, uh, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, this is tough. <laughs> um, you know what? No, it's not. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and bed the old lady as long as she gets to be uh, sprayed down <laughs> with a bottle. She needs to be wetter. <laughs> yeah. And then I will behead uh, Colonel Faith. Um, I mean, you get a lot of bad calls. 
First he call. Did. First, first call, call. Bringing in McGroover. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just just thinking that. All right. Who wants to go next? I'll I'll, I'll jump in. Very similar to your skin. I'm also gonna behead Colonel Faith for the same reason, but I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna just bed Vicky because um, you know she she complimented McGruber afterwards, even though he gave uh, a very shitty performance. And uh, I think everybody needs you know <laughs> everybody needs that pos- positive reinforcement. But I'm gonna I'm gonna bed the old lady. <coughs> but I'm gonna bed the old lady because. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. We- <laughs> I'm not gonna wed anybody. I'm just gonna. Bat- <laughs> I'm gonna wed the old lady. Uh, <laughs> I'm a bachelor for life, <laughs> and uh, I'll wed the old lady because you know she she was sitting there very still, very patient as Kunth was painting her. And listen, I know I'm a handful. I know I'm a lot, and she's just demonstrated patience. So that's what I need. And you could get a handful. Those circles were pretty big, and I know that uh, I know that the wetness chart only goes up. Um, I'm gonna say I agree 100 percent with Keenan. Uh, I'm gonna marry Vicky because Kristen Wick, <laughs> Colonel Faith. I mean, yeah, you can't. Uh, he did make a lot of big mistakes, and. Frankly, the old lady looked like a good time, so <laughs> she's gonna get bedded. John's just like, "How do I work Tweety Bird in?" Yeah, <laughs> was one of the options a three-way <laughs> <laughs> with the old lady and Faith? Um, let's see. I will. I'm going to. I'll marry the Colonel. Whoa! So, Curveball uh, for sports guys. <laughs> so, rationale behind it. Yeah, he might have made some mistakes, but he's also he's been in that role a long time. He's he has at least decent judgment where the country hasn't totally collapsed by now, even though it's probably because McGruber was supposedly dead for a decade. Um, but I feel like he has some good steadfast co- decisions. We'll have structure, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wed him, and I'm going to behead the lovely old lady. Fatality. <laughs> yep. It's just it's a crime of circumstances and she was almost dead anyways. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> that's why she needed to be wetter. She was drying <laughs> out. <laughs> just drying <laughs> out. Old prune. Yep. Um and Vicky, I will bet. Because I mean, based off of what I've seen in this movie, she'll fill you up. She's gonna fill me up. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. All right. Well, let's go ahead and Take it from there and move to our next game, uh, Seven Degrees of Who. So this is where we're going to take an actor from the movie. Uh, one of us will pick that actor, and we'll take a celebrity from randomcelebrity.com and try to connect them. You didn't You didn't pick a person. You, said you should pick the person from the movie. Well, I was going to say you should since Ooh. you, you never, never do. do. Okay, <laughs> if you insist. <laughs> Um, all right. Um, so from the movie, let's go. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just keep it simple. We'll just go, uh, Kristen Wiig. So, yeah. All right. And our random celebrity is Tony Hale. Okay. All right. All right. Tony Hale. Um, so obviously we're going to have to cross into TV here, right? We don't have to. Why can I not think of anything he's in besides two shows? <laughs> Oh, uh, he was in a 
pretty recent, somewhat recent okay, well, Disney movie. I don't know it, so my my goal is to go yeah, through shows. I don't. Uh, th- that's fine. We, I mean, the sh- one of the shows I'm thinking of, he can. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go. Kristen Wiig was in Bridesmaids with Melissa McCarthy. Okay. Melissa McCarthy was in that St. Vincent movie with with Bill Murray. Bill Murray was in The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou with Willem Dafoe. Um, Willem Dafoe. No, I don't want to do that because we're going to count that as a, like, a Marvel don't, movie. Don't use our Marvel. Aren't we? <laughs> we got one. I mean, you can use it. Feel, feel, feel free. I can take us where we need to go. It's a Sony movie. <laughs> For the original <laughs> ones. That's true. It's technically true. If it's in the MCU, we're but counting it. These original ones weren't. They were Sony movies. I but feel they're now like part they're of the MCU. Yeah. Toby Maguire is actually the first MCU character. <laughs> All right. Well, Fine. I'm, I'm, I'm going to use it. I feel like it's just going to open it up and we'll Spider. hopefully be able to finish it. Uh, Willem Dafoe was in. Uh, Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire. Okay, Tobey Maguire. Um, all right, let's see. There's a lot of places to take this. Okay, got it. I Again, I see another way out of this. Tobey Maguire was in Tropic Thunder with Ben Stiller. Uh, oh. I was like, what was he in on, in uh, <laughs> Tropic Thunder? Now yeah. I remember... Played himself, right? Yep. <laughs> with uh, he was in the movie with Kurt Lazarus. Yeah, I see it. I see. You see what I'm doing? Yep. Yeah. Well, does Ben? But Ben Stiller is not. He's working a recurring. regular. Uh, I don't think you're doing what I'm doing. Oh, I don't know what you're doing. Okay. He's on. I know he's on the show, but if he's, but he was, if he's in a show, yeah, he has he to be. Wasn't, a, the rule, our rule for a show is they have to be on the main. He cast. wasn't a main cast. Yeah. He was only on for like a few episodes. Mm. But I'm sure he was on. Take, take a step back, though. I'm not. It's not a direct connection, but it's a step, a step in the ladder. I'm gonna go with just because I have no other options. Owen Wilson in Zoolander. I'm sorry if that ruins everything. Oh no, it absolutely does. Cool. <laughs> We'll see if we can get there from this. So, Owen Wilson was in Wedding Crashers with Rachel McAdams. I don't know Rachel McAdams movies. <laughs> uh, I, I know one. <laughs> and it does, We've it used our Marvel movie. Marvel. Yeah. What? Oh, no. no. You weren't thinking of Doctor okay, Strange? Yeah, that's where, that's where my mind went. But now I, I know what yeah. you're thinking. I know. The other movie, yeah. Yeah. So, I can think uh, of two. Rachel McAdams is in the classic... Movie that I've never seen, The Notebook, with heartthrob Ryan Gosling. Okay, we can do this again. I know how to do this. Okay, Ryan Gosling was in La La Land with Emma Stone. True. You're acting like I understand. I three connections now. Oh, come on, Marcus. We all know it. (laughs) Come on, Emma Stone. There's literally one in between. Emma Stone. Emma Stone was in... Super bad. Okay. With Michael Sarah. I still don't see. <laughs> uh who are we who are we? Tony Hale. With? Yeah. Tony, Tony Hale. John, okay. I swear yeah. to God. Yeah. <laughs> Michael <What>? Sarah was <laughs> in arrested <laughs> development yes. with Tony Hale. Yes. We do not have time for wrenches. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyways, that was 12. Oof. It's our best. <laughs> what was our worst? Like 17? Uh, I blocked it out. We, <laughs> we've had like some bad ones recently, guys. We got we to gotta, we gotta shape up. Here. So what? Oh, Toy Story 4 was the movie you were trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Forky. Shockingly, we couldn't find her out there. I There's know. so many big actors in like Toy Story, so... All right, that is McGruber. Uh, again, this scored 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's another movie we get to add to the list of critics saying Transformers at 58% is better than this movie. You're tacky and I hate you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so typically at the end of these movies, Brett has the wise wisdom to bring a quote forth from this movie that really summarizes it. And for this one, just came up with never, ever say never, ever. And I've always said that. (laughs) Uh, Join us next time when we talk about Step Brothers starring Will Ferrell and John C. Wright. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on social, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, TikTok. Check out our link tree at linktree.com slash Rotten Gems. All right. And uh, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Rotten Gems. Uh, this is weird. (laughs) What do we say, fellas? Just point to something in the room and I'll fuck (laughs) it for you. (laughs) I got a better idea. No fucking way.